Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 Part 2 of Bobby. We said it was going to be the 90s, but we lied because, wow, as I started doing the research, so used the Curly Q Girl fan page website, uh, the General Hospital fandom page for Bobby and Lucas, because pretty much the very beginning of 1990 was in January. Bobby gave Felicia her something old for her wedding day, and I couldn't find it. I was really upset. I really wanted to find out what it was. And then there was a time in February where Bobby had to leave BJ with and Lucas with Lucy at the daycare because Lucy was covering for two sick teachers. And like Lucy was yelling at Bobby, but Monica and Amy defended Bobby. Hmm? And then Bobby wanted Charlene to work for her and Tony at the Brownstone. We need to do like a whole thing on the Brownstone too. Aunt Charlene, what was she going to do at the Brownstone? Yes. Hmm. But so in all the research, in Bobby's fandom, it said like, couple lines and i'm like okay but why was lucas sick and then i go over to lucas's and oh my gosh do you know about lucas's adoption i just knew there was a baby fight yes what what is your here we're gonna what is your understanding of the adoption fight so like we said last week i thought that lucas was put up for adoption and then uh, baby mama came back and was like, I changed my mind about the adoption. As we learned last week, no, he was stolen from his mom and sold to Bobby on the black market. So here's the deal. That actually happened in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh. That happened in 90. But we're getting the whole story now. Well, that's odd since it said 89 because then it said that it was the night of his christening. Maybe the adoption wasn't final or something for Bobby. There has to be some like whatever because they, because Bobby and Tony were married before Frisco and Felicia. Yes. 
And they weren't engaged yet when she had the christening for Lucas. And the engagement took place of Bobby and Tony on Lucas's christening. So Lucas didn't even come in the picture. He was in the picture in 89, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until the 90s when all the stuff happened where we found out that like, right. like they had him and it oh, was right, right, right. in September 14th, 1989. Yes. yes unbeknownst yes. to everyone. Yes. But then I was like in April okay. of 90, Lucas becomes very ill and no one knows why. Okay. Yes. So I did know. See, and that's the thing. That Bobby didn't know. Like the adoption was, as far as I understood, the adoption was final. Bobby and Tony were raising Lucas happily ever after. And then all of a sudden, Tiffany's cousin, was it? Sister. Sister came back and was like, hey, that's my baby. And then they had this big court battle because she wanted her baby. It was her baby. She didn't give him up for adoption. And Bobby wanted the baby because it was her baby because she had adopted him. And there was a big fight. I did not remember. I remember Lucas being sick, like someone had to help save him. But I could not tell you if my life depended on what was wrong with him. So, see, they actually gave like a little spoiler alert, which is really annoying because it says, unbeknownst to everyone, Lucas is actually Cheryl's baby. And Cheryl believes that Robert, not Julian, was actually her baby's father after the christening. That has nothing to do with September 14th, 1989. That whole sentence should not have even been there. It should have just been after the christening. Tony Jones proposes to Bobby. She accepts their married October 13th. Tony then adopts Lucas, making him Lucas Jones. So we didn't hear anything about Lucas. From October of 89 until April of 1990, when Lucas became very ill and Frisco was babysitting BJ because Bobby was busy with a sick Lucas. Frisco was getting a little tired up with BJ. And I guess Frisco was trying to make dinner and it was a bust. So Felicia made BJ a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then Tony was pressing the GH lab for Lucas's test results because you know, they were trying to find out what the heck is wrong with Lucas. Mm-hmm. So the lab results at General Hospital, the lab was going haywire due to the crystals energy. And I'm oh, like, geez. what are we talking about? Because also during this part is when like Bobby and Tony had to tell this is the stuff that I skipped over. Mm. Bobby and Tony had to tell Robin that like Robert died. And then it was Bobby and Tony invited Casey and Robin over for dinner. And I'm like, who's Casey? Then I get to the crystals <laughs> and I go. So the crystals have to do with Casey the alien. Mm-hmm. And it was also mentioned that Alan had to postpone his wedding to Lucy because he was busy at GH. That's what he was busy with. So remember when we talked about oh, yeah, that with Lucy yeah, yeah. and Alan? And she was getting all annoyed about he's so busy at the hospital, blah, blah. Yeah, it's because these crystals were causing everything in the hospital From to those go darn crazy. aliens. I know. So uh, the hospital was a mess because these crystals. So because GH's lab was in disarray, Mercy got Lucas's blood results to process. So that was the like the beginning of April. And then April 23rd, Bobby is frantic when she can't get Lucas to wake up. And she and Tony rush him to General Hospital. Tony, Simone, and Alan are running tests on him, but they don't know what's wrong yet. Bobby is frantic and Lucas is transferred to the ICU. Tony and Frisco try contacting Bobby's adoption lawyer, Clayton. And now I was having trouble reading all of this because there's a Clayton and a Colton. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bobby flips out on Tony because he still has no idea what's long with, wrong with Lucas. Clayton finds Frisco going through his files when he turns to, returns to his office. Clayton lies but agrees to try to contact the birth mother after Frisco threatens him. Anna visited Bobby and Tony at the hospital and Simone comes in and tells Bobby and Tony that Lucas has juvenile diabetes. Clayton arrives at General Hospital. 
and Bobby reads him the riot act. She's trying to find out about Lucas's family's medical history, and he's of no help. And that's when she realizes that the adoption was actually legal. So there must have been like something illegal. Yeah. Illegal. <laughs> illegal. That's why this is a story. Because there must have been something about the way that he was answering or whatever. Um, I did not watch anything just because this was enough to try to get together. On May 24th, Lucas left the hospital. So I'm like, he was in the hospital for about a month. Mm -hmm. July 17th, Tony and Bobby's car was stolen from the GH parking lot and they filed a police report. I was like, was that a sign? Was that something Mm -hmm. to do with it? You're on to us. Like, leave it alone. No, their car was just stolen. Okay. Um, But I threw it in there because... It happened. Bobby. And then July 26th, Bobby goes to Robert. So apparently he was back alive with her theory that Clayton knew Wendy. Can't remember who Wendy was. But so Robert questions Clayton. And then Bobby learns that he is still running his baby scams. Still? I don't know. I don't know where the beginning of all that happened. Uh Uh-huh. But then August 1st, Bobby hired a new babysitter for Lucas. I think her name was Anita because she kept being mentioned. Because Bobby warned Anita about Clayton again, and then Bobby returned home to find no Lucas and no babysitter. So I think that that was Anita. Okay. Colton and Frisco, see, and this is where it was getting tricky because I'm like, Colton clean. Colton and Frisco bust in on Ned and Monica trying to steal the ledger. So here's the other thing. There were so many other things happening that also kind of trickled into this that you're like, I couldn't go too far out because I forget why Ned and Monica were trying to steal a ledger. Because there were other things, there was the crystal thing going on, but then there was also something about um, all these people at this one nursing home were being sick. Oh, yeah. Becoming yeah. sick. So, but they had nothing to do with the adoption and nothing to do with Lucas. But obviously all these people were, but the thing is, like some of these people were involved in both. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Body Heat was the gym. Yes. Right. And that's what Clayton owned or Colton. I forget because I did not include it in here. But, like, all that stuff was going on. I think it was Colton. Okay. So then Frisco learns that Clayton and Gloria's names are also in Wendy's ledger. Yes, because Wendy and Colton were the, were the gym. Mm -hmm. But then this ledger is important because Clayton's also in there. So it's like, why? Then Bobby finds Lucas with Clayton. Bobby throws Clayton out of the brownstone and says that she is pressing charges against him. August 17th, Lucas has a birthday party at the brownstone. Bobby and Tony offer Anita a place to stay until she has her baby. Again, why I think she's the babysitter. Alan wants to help Bobby find a great couple to adopt Anita's baby. And Scott offers his services to Alan to help with the adoption project. I think this is when Scotty was sleeping with Lucy, even though Alan and Lucy had been married. So I think that that's why Scotty was offering his services. Services. Got it. September 18th, Alan and Scott meet with Bobby to talk about the adoption project for Tiffany's on-air segment, Tiffany then interviewed Alan and Bobby. So I guess they were really trying to get this adoption stuff up and running. Um, again, not entirely sure what Clayton's Bobby scam, baby scam was and how any of this meets. But then Clayton was the one that was stealing the baby. He was. Right, right, right. But she says like he was doing this again or still. Well, like he's still trying to steal right. babies. Yeah. Okay. So then September 26th, Bobby goes to New York City to meet with a contact from the adoption agency that Alan had arranged, and she meets with Cheryl. In November, Bobby returns home, so she was gone for like two months. Mm -hmm. Robert fills Bobby in about his plan to trap Perry, and that's an attorney, and he begins investigating Clayton's illegal adoption ring. Anna wants Robert's help with Robin. Bobby and Cheryl discuss their time with the adoption agency in New York, 
And Tiffany tells Bobby about Cheryl losing her baby. So Cheryl, because I didn't go down this rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. but I guess she was also trying to work with the adoption agency. And so that's why she met with Bobby. So then November 9th through 15th, Cheryl steals a picture of Robert and Lucas from Bobby's photo album. Bobby wants to go after Perry and is angry at Tony and Robert that they won't give her more information about him. Bobby tells Tiffany that Cheryl has been avoiding Lucas. Bobby overhears Tony saying that Perry used to have a small clinic in Delaware. Oh, sorry. Perry's a doctor. I'm sorry. Clayton's the attorney. Perry's a doctor. Um, she also learns that Cheryl lost her baby right when she adopted Lucas. Hmm. November 16th through 21st, Bobby gets Perry's phone number. Tony tells Bobby that he had an affair with Rita as well. So while Bobby was gone doing all this adoption stuff, Tony was having an affair with Rita because Bobby wasn't home. I don't know if that's exactly why, but that was the impression that I got just from the couple sentences that I put together with all of this. Bobby impersonates Cheryl and calls Dr. Perry's office. Tony's concerned at Bobby's strange behavior. Sean is concerned when Tiffany tells him that she told Bobby about Cheryl's miscarriage and Dr. Perry is preparing to leave town. Tiffany wants to interview Bobby about her helping to arrange the open adoptions. And Bobby spent the day together in the park with Lucas. And then he had an insulin reaction on the docks. Bobby and Tony rushed to the docks. So I guess he wasn't with them. Okay. But Cheryl had taken Lucas and Lucas is fine because Cheryl knew how to care for him because diabetes runs in her family. Dun, dun, dun. Tiffany interviews Bobby for WLPC's PC Today. Bobby gets some harassing phone calls on the air, and then Bobby learns that Perry is gone. Bobby tells Tony that she will not be home on Thanksgiving. She and Tony argue about her priorities. Bobby leaves for Pennsylvania, and Tony invites Rita to Thanksgiving. uh, No, Tony, stop. (sighs) November 22nd through the 27th, Bobby arrives at Perry's office. And sees moving men taking care of, like, a bunch of boxes. Tony tells Rita about Bobby's stubborn refusal to let the Clayton-Perry connection go. Bobby finds a receipt for Esther Gibson, Perry's receptionist, in the garbage. And Tony tells Robert about Bobby going to find Perry. Bobby gets Esther's address and shows up at her apartment. And Esther comes clean with Bobby and gives her Cheryl's file. Bobby goes to poor Charles and Tony is upset when she does not come clean with him about where she has been. So I guess he thought that she was having an affair, too. So he just decided to have one. Right. Because that's what you do. Turn about fair play, right? Noah. (laughs) Bobby tells Ruby that Cheryl is Lucas's birth mother and Ruby thinks that she needs to come clean with Bobby. Yes, Ruby. But Bobby wants to burn Cheryl's file. But Bobby convinces her to put it in the safe at Kelly's. It's not still there, I don't think. Oh, darn. November 28th through December 4th, when Bobby doesn't feel like going like a night out in the town, Tony takes Rita to Delafield. Wow, that's wrong. She probably thinks they're just friends. Yep. Frisco performs at Delafield. Bobby, and here's the thing, though. If you're going to watch your brother performing, that means... Felicia's going to be there. Your Mm -hmm. friends are going to be there. You can go by yourself. Who's going to be there? But you can go by yourself. Right. Like, if I didn't feel like going out, but Ryan were performing, I would trust JD to just go hang out with you guys. Like, he doesn't need to bring a date. Right. So then Bobby goes rummaging in Cheryl's apartment and finds the photo that she had taken of Robert and Lucas. And when Cheryl arrives home, she notices that someone had been snooping in her apartment. 
The next day, Cheryl wants to have Tony and Bobby over for dinner. Lucy comes to the brownstone looking for Scott, and she spills the beans about to Bobby about seeing Tony with Rita the other night. <laughs> Robert confronts Bobby about going to Perry's office, and she finally tells Tony the truth about her trip, but stops short of telling him what she learned about Lucas. Fair enough, I think. So then December 5th through 11th, there was something going on with diamonds, and I couldn't, I didn't want to go completely off, but Bobby recognized that there was a number on one diamond pouch that was the same as Cheryl's adoption case file number. Odd. Right. I know. I don't know. So then Bobby decided to book a ski resort vacation for the family, but Tony says he can't go. So I'm wondering, was that like her way of, okay, let's just get out of town and let this all blow over? Right. Um, And then I'm like, well, can Tony not go because of Rita? What is happening? Bobby is terrified that Cheryl already knows that Lucas is hers. Tony confronts Bobby about running away. Then there was more stuff about the diamonds and the Jerome. So I'm like, is this when Lucy got the diamonds from Victor Jerome? I don't mm. know. If, why were were there more diamonds? I don't know. Um, but then Bobby broke into a hotel room and she had like a cover story and Tony actually just went with it. Tony, um, it doesn't really seem to be like a total Bobby storyline, but she really, really, really wanted that diamond pouch that had the adoption number on it. So I don't know how all that fit together. Hopefully it is not integral in this story. I don't feel like it is at this point or from what I know is coming. So then the 12th through the 18th, when Bobby was tied up with adoption business, Tony invites Rita to Delafield again. <sighs> um, she was still after the diamond pouch and Bobby meets with Broxton. And then back at his hotel, Broxton tried to put the moves on Bobby and Rita sees Bobby leaving the hotel room. Yep, sure. She's ready mm -hmm. to talk about that. Meanwhile, we go see Cheryl and she has a monogram baby shirt with the name Robbie on it. Bobby makes plans to see Broxton and Rita sees her again outside of Broxton's hotel room. Bobby sneaks out the back when Tony and Rita arrive at Broxton's hotel room. Rita secretly snatches Bobby's earring that had fallen on the floor. Heat and that happened. Kind of like the red glove, Esme. Yep. Bobby then sees Cheryl taking Lucas from Kelly and freaks out on her. Rita says, it, I'm, I'm just wondering why Lucas is being taken by Cheryl so much. Because at this point, Bobby knows that Cheryl is Lucas's mom. Right. Tony does not. Right. But why does Cheryl have Lucas so much? Mm hmm It was really hard to just stay on. Yes. Pretty much most of this came from, I used Lucas and Bobby's fandoms as a guideline and then filled in with all of the curly q girl write-ups and which was obviously the descriptions of each episode uh so then rita sent a letter to tony and included bobby's airing what a jerk mm -hmm. december 19th through the 24th robert still is trying to find out what the number on the diamond pouch means scott so i mean that's i think that's the one that bobby right yeah Scott needs a new office for his private practice. Bobby offers him Cheryl's apartment at the Brownstone since she might be moving out. Oh, Cheryl might be moving out. Yes, yeah, sorry. Robert sees Broxton and Bobby together. And then Scott spills the beans to Cheryl that Bobby thinks Stu is going to be wanting to move out of the Brownstone. Cheryl tells Tony about the apartment and about how Bobby flipped out on her. And then Bobby sees Rita and Tony together at the Port Charles Hotel. Ooh. I know. Bobby tells Ruby that she thinks Tony is seeing another woman. Well, yeah, you just saw it. See, this is all kind of tainting my 
Tony. I know. <laughs> no. I know. Cheryl tells Tiffany about all her problems with Bobby. Tony confronted Bobby about her actions towards Cheryl. Because remember, she's just like flipping out on her every time she sees her with Lucas. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby apologizes to Cheryl. And I said for flipping out because I don't know. But then later on, Cheryl does wind up moving out of her apartment. Shep wants Cheryl to move in with him until he finds a bunch of Christmas presents addressed to Robert. Woo! And this is Scorpio. Uh-huh. Cheryl checked into the Port Charles Hotel. Bobby was busting into Broxton's hotel room, and he finds her just as she finds his files and the pouch. Woo. Broxton wants Bobby to get Tony to stop the investigation on Willow Shores. That was the uh, nursing home that uh-huh. had a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yep. So it's like Broxton had something to do with that, but then he also had something to do with these diamonds that had Cheryl's number on it. Like, why? Why are all these things connected? I don't know. Or he is going to tell Cheryl that Lucas is hers. Bobby tries to get Tony not to put extra time in at Willow Shore's case. And Tony gives Bobby her present. Frisco opens up a Christmas card from BJ and it contains Bobby's earring and a note to Tony. So I'm wondering, did was Tony going to give that to Bobby as a gift and they accidentally got swapped and Frisco accidentally opened up what Tony was going to be giving was going to be receiving do you know what i'm talking about yes i know what you mean but i don't know if that was tony's way of being like "Ooh, you look you're a jerk or if bj just accidentally got a hold of it and was like oh Oh, this is pretty i'll give this to uncle frisco Mm, true true okay so then december 26th through the 31st frisco thinks that bobby is having an affair tiffany tells robert that cheryl is missing she was only in new york visiting Trent. (laughs) we spent way too much time talking about this dang it was literally like they're talking about all these things. And then it says she was in New York visiting friends. And then it's like it never got mentioned again. So I'm like, OK, no, that's just we're cutting it right there. Robert wants Guy to do a thorough background check on Broxton. Bobby tells Broxton that she's not making any ground on getting Tony to stop investigating Willow Shores. And Tiffany thinks that Shep found out that Cheryl is still hung up on Robert. And then Sean confronts Robert with the same notion. And Robert was probably clueless because he always is when it comes to women. Yes. Broxton and Bobby met on the docks and Bobby covers when Tony finds her snooping in his office. Tiffany and Cheryl go shopping for a dress on New Year's Eve and Tiffany overhears Cheryl talking about her son to the Wyndham store clerk. Cheryl and Tiffany argue and Cheryl backs into a table injuring herself and injured Cheryl packs her bags and collapses. Oh, no. I don't think that was at the store, though. Because then Tiffany is worried about Cheryl and heads to General Hospital just in case she turns up there. Oh, maybe that was she grabs her bags and collapses. Maybe. Maybe. I just copy and pasted this, but who knows? Tiffany then tells Tom about Cheryl's delusional state because she thinks that she is just uh-huh. like imagining that she has a son. Cheryl arrives at Delafield and collapses in Robert's arms and he rushes her to GH. Alan tells Tiffany that Cheryl's condition is very serious. Yes. Then we're in 1991, January 2nd through 8th. Alan tells Tiffany that Cheryl is very bad off and Tiffany is very upset. Bobby sees Cheryl in the hospital bed and Cheryl is sleeping, but yells out, save my baby. Bobby tells Tiffany an update on Cheryl and Tom asks if Bobby asks Bobby if Cheryl said anything. Bobby then goes to see Mr. Broxton now, who is the adoption lawyer, to tell him that Cheryl is in the hospital. Bobby tells him she won't take the blackmail anymore. 
he tells her to have Tony call off the investigation. And she says, go ahead, spill the beans about Lucas. I think she kind of went and called his bluff thinking Cheryl was going to die. Yeah, she wasn't counting on Tiffany. No. Tiffany then talks to Cheryl. Cheryl tells her that the baby, she had the baby and it didn't die. She asks Tiffany to help her find him. Tiffany listens to Cheryl and talking more about like the baby didn't die. And Tiffany tells her that she can't die and that she will help find the baby for her. Bobby asks Alan if it is wise for Cheryl to have visitors. And Alan says it might be her last chance to talk to family. So, yeah, Bobby was definitely counting on her dying. Mm -hmm. Tiffany goes to talk to Tom about what Cheryl told her. And Tiffany thinks it's still a delusion. Tom tells her just to let her think it and it'll help her if it gives her the will to fight. Sean arrives to comfort Tiffany and Bobby has to go home because the baby is sick. So Lucas is sick. Yes. Tiffany does not want to tell Sean about what Cheryl said about the baby. Monica fills in a nurse who is acting suspicious about Bobby and how she turned her life around for a second. I was like, that was Carly. And then I remembered it was 1991. So no, it wasn't. (laughs) But so who's this nurse? I don't know. Bobby met with Scotty on the docks and Bobby mentioned to Scotty how all the people from Willow Shores have this strange flu. That's the one that Broxton was telling Bobby to not let Tony look into anymore. Mm -hmm. The guy from Willow Shores shows up and threatens Bobby again. And Bobby asks Tom if he will take Tony off of the Willow Shores case. Tony finds Bobby at Kelly's and Cheryl wants to know if Tiffany told Sean and Tiffany just changes the subject. Because I guess that Cheryl was like, hey, Sean knows how to find all this stuff. Get him in on this, too. So then Cheryl asks for her test results, and she says that she has to get out there to find her baby. Sean shows up at Robert's office. Robert is still trying to figure out the puzzle. I'm guessing that this is still the diamond and maybe something to do with Willow Shore. I don't know. But Frisco intercepted a letter mailed to Tony. One of Bobby's earrings was found at the Port Charles Hotel, and Sean asked if He really thinks Broxton is having an affair with Bobby. Frisco and Felicia come down for coffee and they say that they haven't seen Bobby very much in the past few days. And she says that she's been busy. Then Tony comes down and wants to know who the guilty party is that's reading his mail. Felicia tells Tony that they were just trying to help out Tony and Bobby. Tony says he's talking about a letter inviting him to a medical convention. So who else is opening his mail? Right. Tony wants to know if Bobby ask Tom to take him off of the Willow Shores case. Tony says he will go out of town if Bobby comes too. Alan goes in to see Cheryl at the hospital and he tells her that she can't get upset. Okay, you're sick. Just don't be upset about it, please. Right, die quietly. (laughs) Robert tells Sean he thinks Bobby is more involved with the Broxton case than he expected. Tom comes and tells him Bobby asked for him to be off the case. Asked for Tony to be off the case. Right. Tom comes and tells him Bobby asked. Tom tells Tony that Bobby asked for him to be off the case. Yeah. Okay. Robert says that he is going to find out what Broxton has on Bobby and he leaves to go find her. And then Tony is making Bobby feel bad that she doesn't want to go on the trip right now. Then Robert shows up at the Brownstone and he asks Felicia and Frisco to leave. Robert says that he is there to see his godson, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Frisco and Felicia talk about him working at the club as a singer. And Frisco wants to go back on the police force to work on the case regarding Bobby. He says he did all the legwork to bring it to Robert. And then he tells him to get lost. Frisco says he's going to march right into Robert's office to find out what's going on. 
Bobby says she got a card from Robin and Anna saying they're having fun in New York. And then Bobby and Robert talk about their friendship. And he says she can tell him anything, but she doesn't cave. Then at the hospital, Alan tells Cheryl that she doesn't need a kidney transplant. And Tiffany is thrilled. I guess that was a concern at some point. So then Tiffany goes to see Frisco and Felicia. And Frisco gives her Cheryl's mail. Because remember, she, I guess she was... Mm-hmm. Change of addresses take a little while. She had gotten a bill from the Poor Charles Hotel. And Tiffany's like, this can't be right. She doesn't stay there. And she says that she's going to get it all straightened out. Robert's on the phone. Tiffany goes to the hotel and says it's a mistake that Cheryl kept her hotel room at the Poor Charles Hotel. And then he asks her to check out the suitcases left there. And she opens it. to I guess that's the front desk guy. Mm-hmm. She opens it and finds all these gifts for her darling husband, Robert. Tiffany is freaking out. <laughs> so then Bobby gets a visit. I mean, she thinks her sister is like legit crazy at this right. point. Right. She's talking about this baby that died and she thinks that Robert's her husband. Only half of that is true. Crazy. Well, only, yeah, only half of it's a delusion. Sorry. Uh, Bobby then gets a visit from Broxton at the Brownstone and he threatens her again and he tells her that she broke the deal. So she's going to pay. And then Ruby shows up and she accuses Bobby of having an affair. And Bobby is sick. Tiffany then asks Cheryl why she didn't tell her that she still loves Robert. Tiffany tells Tom that she knows that Cheryl had the baby with Julian and not Robert. He tells her that Cheryl is clinging to a fantasy. Cheryl then gets out of bed, opens the suitcase, and finds the photo she hid of her baby in there. So I guess Tiffany didn't, like, dig through the whole thing. She just opened up and saw Robert presents. Mm -hmm. But Cheryl would have named the Bobby, would have named the baby Robbie. So it was like, Robert, oh, no, I guess it said to my darling husband. She's not going to mistake in her baby for her husband. Okay. Answer my own question there. Tiffany apologizes to Bobby about being mad at her for kicking her out of the brownstone, for kicking Cheryl out of the brownstone. She says none of it was Bobby's fault. Mm, You don't know anything yet. Tiffany says that Bobby has been so good to her. And Tiffany tells Cheryl that she has been through a living hell and she needs to get some rest. And then she takes the suitcase. Cheryl pulls the photo out and she took she took from it and kisses it. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Sean and Tiff- Sean and Tony are having coffee at Kelly's and Sean says Tiffany is glued to Cheryl's side. Tony makes a comment jokingly about Bobby having a guy on the side. You do. You have a girl on the side. <laughs> Sean and Ruby look like exchange strange looks and Robert brings Rita in qu- for questioning. He asks her if this earring looks familiar to her and she avoids the question. She finally says that she found the earring on Mark Broxton's floor. She tells him to bring Bobby in for questioning. Robert accuses Rita of writing dirty note to Tony, and he gets her to admit that part of it. Bobby goes to Kelly's and says she can't go away with Tony on his trip, that she's working too hard on her adoption. Uh, Ruby tells Bobby and Tony just to go away together. And Bobby has to run out to see Tony, has to run out on Tony to go see Broxton. And she's still acting like very strange. And Tom tells Bobby that Cheryl is recreating a world in her head. And Bobby is wondering, what's that all about? Wonder what? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So then January 10th through 16th, Frisco and Felicia see Bobby about to leave. She says that she is looking for her luggage, and Bobby says that she is going away with Tony, so I guess she changed her mind. Tony talks to Rita. I mean, was he planning on bringing her if Bobby wasn't going to go? She tells him to go back to his wife. They deserve each other. Frisco and Felicia tell Bobby they are thrilled that she is going, and Broxton calls Bobby asking if she is skipping town. Tony asks Rita what she means. He wants the truth. She tells him they thought they had a relationship and that Bobby is pulling one over on him. And then Bobby meets with Broxton again, and he tells her to enjoy her vacation. Frisco and Felicia are talking about like Tony and Bobby at least going away together. And then Tony is not very happy, and Bobby doesn't know why. BJ's excited because they're all going on a trip. So like I guess they're all going together to this conference, right? Yeah. Because then they all leave for a vacation. And at the airport, they see Rita, and she is leaving to go back home. Bobby questions, why is she there? And Tony is about to get on the plane when he gets an envelope delivered to him. Her letter says that she is sorry they didn't have a good relationship, but at least they didn't try to hide her affair. Their affairs. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. She's, she's saying that at least they didn't hide it because they went out and about together. Right, right. Okay. Then Tom talks to Tiffany about Cheryl and tells her that she has to go through grieving of losing Robert in her mind. And the delusion provides her with a way to fulfill her desires for her baby to be alive. Robert and Anna tell Frisco they think that Bobby is involved with the Broxton guy. And Felicia asks if Frisco's in danger. Anna's like, I can't tell you that. And Felicia's like, come on. So she wants to know if it has anything to do with Bobby. Then Anna tells her yes on that part. I feel like that's the more confidential right, part. Right, right. Not that, what hey, are you doing, Anna? is my husband okay? Or fiance okay? That's a yes, no. Like, yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. And then does that have anything to do with Bobby? Mm, can't tell you that. But they think that Bobby might be involved with some questionable characters. And then Robert sees Cheryl, sees Cheryl at the hospital. She asks him if he can stop by and see her sometime when he isn't so busy. Then Tom comes to see her and she swears to her, him, that her child is still alive. Then Robert, Frisco, Anna, and Felicia are eating pizza together and discussing the operation. And I guess this is like the whole Broxton, what's Broxton doing with Bobby? But then there's also the Willow Shores thing and all these other things going on. Anna says that they saw Broxton on the docks and they think that Bobby is part of the cover-up. And I think they're still talking about the Willow Shore thing. Right. Which I feel like would be such a stretch for Bobby to be covering up poisoning in a nursing home. I agree, but she wasn't as well known then. And she's snooping around all these people's offices. What are they supposed to think? True. Trying to get her husband off the case. Right. So then Robert says that he can't go any further than that with the four of them, especially not Tony or Ruby. Frisco and Felicia go home and they're talking in the dock. Frisco wants to know if Felicia's mad at him for not telling him that he was working with Robert. Felicia does not think that Bobby is a criminal and she wants to know what happens if Bobby goes to jail. 
Robert tells Anna his prime concern is Bobby's role in this mess and why Frisco is worried about how Tony is going to react if Bobby is doing something illegal. Because that does make sense because she also wants Tony off the case. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then when Bobby and Tony are in Florida, Tony gets finished with his work early, which how are you a doctor remotely? I don't know. Tony feels like Bobby had done. A, oh, I guess he was at the conference. Never mind. Sorry. I keep forgetting about that. Um, Tony feels like Bobby had done a complete turnaround about this trip, and he's a little suspicious as to why. Anna asks Robert if he thinks Bobby knew about the water being contaminated. Robert orders his search warrant for Broxton's office and hotel room, and Robert keeps trying to figure out what Broxton could have on Bobby. Felicia says it can't be her past because people all know about that. Right. Tony and Bobby talk about their day, and he asks her where the earrings are that he gave her for their anniversary. Oops. Bobby says that they should go get they should get a sitter and go out alone. Tony rereads the letter from Rita and Tony comes back from being outside and Bobby tries to seduce him. She tells him he needs to shower first, though, because he's all sweaty. She really just wants him to leave so she can read the letter. I mean, why? Why did he keep it? Right. Just throw it away in the garbage before you get on the plane, dude. Yep. Frisco and Felicia search Broxton's hotel room and Bobby calls Felicia to say that they're having a great time. She asks Felicia if she can meet the washer repair man. Okay. I know. Random. Then Tony comes out of the shower and he asks Bobby to pick up where they left off. Robert confronts Broxton about the water samples and arrests him. So I guess they found what they were looking for. Frisco searches the hotel room with Sam. Who's Sam? I don't know. When Felicia was showing up, and this was also still back in Port Charles. But then in Florida, Bobby is at the hotel looking worried. She calls Ruby. Ruby tells her something about Frisco and Anna going to the police department. And Bobby's worried. And Tony suggests that they take BJ for ice cream. Okay. Bobby then calls home, but Tony tries to distract her. Bobby is still pacing around nervously, and Tony wants to stay with her. But Bobby just wants him out of her hair. Tony gets really upset and walks out. And Bobby just wants to get out of there. So I guess she's really worried that all the Lucas stuff is going to be right. found out. And... She has no idea that it's no, just the water samples, you know. The murder is being found out, not the illegal adoption. <laughs> Frisco, well, I don't know if anyone died, but the contamination. So then Frisco and Remy are in Broxton's office snooping around, looking for anything, trying to connect Bobby. Tony returns home after the movies. I guess they did movies and ice cream. Bobby is acting all strange, and Tony tells her to please tell him what's wrong with her. And she's like, we just need to go home. She has an emergency from a case that she's working on. Tony is living with Bobby. And he tells her that the last thing he and he tells her that things he hasn't wanted to believe are happening. He accuses her of having the affair. They have a massive blowout fight. And then Tony tells her she's a liar. And the phone rings. Tony grabs it and says it's probably her lover. And it's actually the airline saying that their flights are canceled. I just love how much he's accusing her of what he's doing. Once Bobby gets a message that the airport is open, she makes her reservation to leave. Tony sees Bobby about to leave the hotel and he continues to tell her that she's lying. She swears that she's not. And Tony tells her she hopes to God she is not lying. Oh, he was threatening her. Not cool. Right. After he's been having an affair, but okay. Exactly. Tiffany arrives at GH and Amy says Cheryl freaked out when she saw the newspaper headline. And I guess that's when the newspaper headline would have been when Broxton was arrested. Yep. So then Robert tells Frisco he thinks the case will be over soon. And then Tiffany has a heart to heart with Cheryl, trying to get her to accept that Robert is not a part of her life anymore. Oh, I guess Robert would have also been part of that headline, probably, huh? Mm-hmm. 
So then Cheryl falls asleep, or at least pretends to. She starts remembering all the times she and Robert were together and says he will be hers. Robert and Frisco talk about something to clear Bobby, and Bobby overhears Tony talking about finding out the water was tainted. He calls. He says he is calling Robert. Bobby looks so upset, and then she sneaks into Broxton's office, and an alarm goes off. Robert and Frisco show up, and Bobby is hiding in the closet. Duh. Alan then went to check on Cheryl. Tiffany talked to Cheryl again. Cheryl asked Tiffany to get Robert to come see her. Cheryl talks to Simone about her miscarriage. And Cheryl says, I did not have a miscarriage. My baby's alive. And then she calls to talk to Robert. She tells him that she needs to see him as soon as he can. And she is in the nursery staring at the babies. Oh, I know. Tony comes home and tells Bobby he's moving out. He says that Bobby has been having an affair and sneaking out to see her lover. No, you have. Right, right. Don't accuse me of the stuff you've been doing and then get mad. I'm not even doing that. Not saying she wasn't being shady, but she wasn't cheating. And she kept saying something's wrong with my adoption cases. Like, okay, so what? where did that come from, too? Was she working on adoption? Like, was she working with she the, was, on behalf um, of the hospital? She was an advocate for adoptions. That's why she was going on Tiffany's show and talking about okay. open adoption. See, that was my They were, like, of- trying to shine light on uh-huh. adoption being a good thing. But then yeah. they put in this complicated storyline at the same time. Of course. Yeah, I wish that that had been clearer, I guess, in all of this. I bet it's in the scrapbook I just didn't read. Um. Oh, so then Frisco walks in and says he knows where Bobby has been. Frisco tells Tony to sit down and listen to reason, and Tony punches him. Of course. He says that Bobby is doing Kate a favor. Who's Kate? Bobby is trying to help Kate adopt a little boy. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Frisco tells Tony that Bobby is doing Kate a favor and trying to help her adopt a little boy. Frisco just found this out. Bobby says it's true, and she tells Tony that he and the kids mean everything to her. Tony feels bad. Frisco tells Bobby in a in private that he deserves the truth, and the next time he talks to her, he wants all of it. Mm. Tony and Bobby make up and sit by the fire, and then he asks her to go upstairs, and she says she will, but she throws a file in the fire. Want to guess what file that was? I'm going to guess it's the one that says that Lucas is, what's her name? Cheryl. Cheryl. Ding, 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 ding. Then Ruby came over, and Bobby tells her that she had to get Lucas's file out of Broxton's office. Bobby tells Ruby that Frisco covered for her with Tony and Bobby says that she burned the file and now there's no evidence left that Lucas is Cheryl's son. Felicia and Bobby say they will take the kids to the park and Felicia notices the change in Bobby and how happy she seems to be. So then January 25th, that was a busy week. Oh, that's a busy week. January 25th through 31st, Bobby and Lucas get a visit from Anna and they discuss how the babies grow up so fast and how quickly Robin's growing up. She tells Anna everything is fabulous with her and Tony and Cheryl gets a visit from Tony and Tony gives her a picture of BJ, gives her a picture that BJ and Lucas made for her. Oh, that must have been a hard scene. Yeah. Frisco questions Broxton again and Frisco finally gets the truth out of Broxton about Bobby's baby being illegally adopted. He was blackmailing Bobby all along. He tells Frisco that Bobby's baby is really Cheryl Stansberry's. Then Tony comes home and tells Bobby that Cheryl is much better and will be coming home soon. Uh-oh. Oh, my. Frisco tells Broxton that he won't charge him for blackmail if he keeps talking. 
he tells him this guy on Cape Cod will confirm that he delivered Cheryl's baby. He fills Frisco in on all the details. Frisco tells Remy to lock him back up. Robert and Anna, Robert tells Anna if she is about to be pessimistic, she can go somewhere else. She tells him that she, oh, oh, this, okay, there's a reason why I left all this in. It'll make sense in a little bit. Robert tells Anna if she's about to be pessimistic, she can go somewhere else. She tells him that she hates him. And then Amy comes in with a file to give Robert, and it's a file about a stillborn baby, and it's Cheryl Stansberry's seats. Ugh. Frisco is working to get proof on Bobby's involvement. Robert comes to see Cheryl. She tells Robert her baby was no stillborn. She heard him cry. She begs for his help. Robert fills Anna in on that, according to Cheryl, this child is still alive. Frisco confronts Bobby. He tells her he is on his way to see Dr. Perry, and he knows everything about Lucas. Bobby begs him to keep his mouth shut. Frisco says Broxton knows, and he tells her he will keep quiet, not for her, but for Tony. But Frisco wonders how he can keep Robert out of it. And then Amy talks to Cheryl, and she tells her that the card from Lucas and BJ makes her so happy. Then Robert tells Anna he's going to Delaware to meet this Dr. Perry. Both Frisco and Robert and Anna separately go to Delaware to meet with this guy, Carmichael. He tells them both that Perry is dead. Robert comes back to the hotel room and sees Anna with a mask on her face and her hair up in a scarf. He calls Felicia to find out where Frisco is. Felicia tells him he told her he went to see Carmichael. Robert and Anna have to share a hotel room. Anna's awkward about it. Frisco finally went home and Felicia tells him Robert called looking for him. This is like when Anna and Robert really weren't getting along. Mm-hmm. Like they were mad at each other a whole right. lot. I mean, she said, I hate you. Yes. Oh, yes. But wait. So Bobby shows up. Frisco tells Bobby that Dr. Perry is dead. So she doesn't need to worry about Robert finding out. Anna has breakfast for Robert. He tells her fish and chips is disgusting and that it, it's wrapped in newspaper. Robert opens up and sees a headline and he reads it to her. He shows her a picture of the woman he thinks is Esther. Frisco goes and tells Bobby that he has to get Broxton, that he has to get to Broxton as soon as possible. So that's kind of why I left all that in, because I had to understand why Robert and Anna were in that situation, I guess. Then Alan sees Bobby and tells her that he married the wrong woman and he wished they were all as honest as as Bobby. Is this mm-hmm. when they thought that Bobby and Alan were having the affair? Mm-hmm. I think so, because they start hanging out. Right. So then Frisco tells Broxton to keep his mouth shut about Bobby. Anna and Robert go to Esther's apartment, and she tells Robert that all her babies had been given away. She tells Robert that she told Dr. Perry it was wrong to tell a woman that her baby died to make a profit off of a child. She says she can't say who the woman was. Robert asks if the woman was Cheryl Stansberry. They tell her they are friends of Cheryl. She tells Robert that Braxton paid Dr. Perry $100,000 to leave Pennsylvania. And he asks if Bobby Jones is who got Cheryl's baby. And she says yes. Then Anna and Robert come home. He tells Anna to find Frisco. Robert says he will be at Bobby's and that he needs to do this alone. And Robert goes to speak with Bobby. He tells her that he knows Lucas is not rightfully hers. And Bobby yells, Frisco told you, didn't he? Oh. Robert is amazed that Frisco knew that Lucas is Cheryl's baby. Robert wants to know how long Frisco has known. And Bobby screams, nobody will take Lucas away from her. 
Alan at the hospital was checking on Cheryl, and he says that she's ready to go home. Robert tells Bobby how he found out, and Robert tells her that she is no better than they are. Bobby says she thought the adoption was legal until two months ago. Bobby begs Robert not to tell Cheryl. Tom tells says that Cheryl's emotional condition is not easy, not as easy as her physical one. Tony goes to ask Cheryl if she wants to go back to the brownstone. Mm. She does. Robert tells Tony her Bobby tells Robert her side of things. Bobby tells she says that she will fight for that she will fight him. And Robert says she can't win. Tony calls and says Cheryl is coming back home tomorrow and he wants Bobby to have a party for her. Mm. Sure. Bobby says she can't come back there. Sean and Tiffany come to pick up Cheryl and she tells them she's going back to the brownstone. Anna asks Robert how it went with Bobby and Robert says that Bobby told her she burned Perry's file and now he is dead so there is no evidence. Robert tells Anna Frisco was her accomplice. Robert calls the office calls Frisco into his office, and he gives him one more chance to come clean, but he doesn't. Sean, Tiffany, and Cheryl, meanwhile, return home to the Brownstone, and Bobby is holding Lucas when they come in. There is a party at the Brownstone. I don't know who planned it. Back in Robert's office, Anna comes in and asks what Frisco said. Robert wants to wait until Frisco tells him. Anna accuses him of being an emotional monster. Robert says, she sounds like Catherine. Anna says that friends sometimes do hurt each other, but then they give forgiveness. And Robert asks if he think if she thinks it is right that Bobby gets away with this or that Frisco is helping her. Anna says it's up to the courts to decide. They then leave to go to Cheryl's party. And Robert says he will do whatever he has to do. Anna says that she's not going. He can do what he has to do, but she is not watching it. Frisco arrives at the party. Bobby tells him that Robert knows. She told Robert Frisco's involved. Robert arrives and Cheryl asks if he has any news for her. And then February 1st through 7th, Broxton wants to meet with Robert. He wants to know how the plea bargain is going with him keeping his mouth mouth shut about Bobby. Robert tells him that there's no deal. Cheryl watches Bobby and Lucas play and she picks him up and Bobby looks nervous. Scott comes to see Bobby. She asks Scott about a case of hers, quotes, And what rights a birth mother has if she wants her baby back? Scott says he thinks the birth mother does have rights. Bobby apologizes for ruining Frisco's career. And Frisco tells her to do the right thing and give Cheryl back her baby. And that one way or another, she is going to have to give up Lucas. Sean tells Cheryl about not getting her hopes up too high about finding her baby. I guess at one point, Tiffany did tell him. Robert tells Broxton that there really is no way that Bobby can hide anymore. Felicia and Frisco are eating breakfast together, and he thinks of Bobby and Lucas. Robert is in his office looking at a picture of Lucas. Anna shows up to find out what Robert is going to do. Robert says Bobby's time is running out. Ruby comes over and tells Bobby she has to face the music and give him back to Cheryl. Bobby says, no way. (laughs) Frisco tells Felicia to go to work, and he will take care of everything. Robert tells Anna the child must go back with his real mother. Anna says that it would kill She would kill anyone who tried to take Robin away from her. And Robert says that is different as Lucas does belong to Cheryl. So then Cheryl tells Tony and Bobby she is going to the police station. Frisco is watching soap operas while he's ironing. Felicia calls, but he can't talk to her. Bobby calls Ruby to pick up Lucas for her, pick up Lucas for a while. Bobby gives Lucas to Ruby to take care of. Tony tells Frisco that things are going to be great with Bobby and he'll never doubt her again. 
Robert says to Anna that Lucas has to go back to his mother today. Tony catches Bobby in another lie and he tells her she has one chance to tell him what is going on and she doesn't. He leaves. Robert confronts Bobby and says that he gave her time to do the right thing and she has left him no choice. Oh, that hurts. It was heated. I remember like not understanding it completely because I was nine, ten. Sure. Um, But they even at that time being like, why are they taking that person's baby? And when it gets later to where it's a fight. We're not there yet. I know. Bobby begs for more time and Robert demands Lucas now. Bobby loses it. Felicia and Anna go to Kelly's. Felicia is really worried about Frisco. Bobby calls Ruby all frantic to have Lucas ready to leave town with her. Ruby doesn't know what to do. Bobby tells her if she cares anything about her, she'll help. And Ruby closes Kelly's. Tony comes in and picks up Lucas. Tony tells Ruby there is something that Bobby is not telling him. Robert tells Anna he has to do what he has to do. And he tracks down Bobby. He tells her he has done everything he could for his friend but she has put him in a bad situation. Frisco and Felicia come home to see Bobby with her suitcases, and Frisco tells her that she cannot do this. Frisco tells Felicia the real story about Bobby and hiding Lucas's real mother. Bobby shows up at Kelly's and sees Tony with Lucas. She tells him they can't go home together, and he can't bring Lucas home, and Tony demands the truth from Bobby and says she has no choice. Frisco tells Felicia how bad he feels about Bobby and Tony, Bobby decides to tell Tony the truth, and she says that she did it for them. Robert shows up at Kelly's and takes Lucas away from Bobby. I'm so glad I could not have watched this. Robert brings Lucas to the brownstone, and he sees Cheryl and tells her that Lucas really is her child. Cheryl is thrilled, and she tells Robert, if this is true, he is not only her baby, but our baby. Robert tells Cheryl there is no way that Lucas is his child. Frisco and Felicia talk. She says that she's not mad that there is a reason why Bobby confided in him. Anna comes up and asks if anyone has seen Robert, and she is upset about Robert's behavior. Tony leaves Bobby. He is livid. Robert says that he doesn't love Cheryl, and she's wrong. So then Robert, Cheryl, and Lucas run into Anna at the hospital. Cheryl says that she has a feeling all along that Lucas was hers, and Robert tells her he wants a paternity test. Anna and Robert hear that Robert is taking a blood test, And Robin gets really upset. She's like, why didn't you tell me that I have a brother? Mm -hmm. And Robert's like, you were too busy. I'm alien. It's okay. But he's like, he's not. And I'm going to prove it. This is why there was nothing to tell you. So then Felicia, Tony and Frisco and Bobby are all screaming at each other. Bobby. Oh, sorry. Bobby tries to come into the brownstone. Tony confronts Frisco because he realizes that like everyone but him knew. So they all start fighting. Tony throws Frisco out. Then he says that he's leaving Bobby again. Ruby fills in Sean and Tiffany on the situation. And Frisco tells Bobby that they were all just doing what they had to do. And he says that Cheryl is not going to let that baby go. So then Robert goes to see Sean and Tiffany and Cheryl and is like, I am not that dad. Robert and Sean have a drink together. And he tells her, he says, I have to go home and talk to Robin about all of this. Bobby tries to talk to Tony about how they're going to get Lucas back. And then again, they're talking about Sean, Tiffany and Cheryl discuss whether or not Lucas is Robert's baby. Sean tells her not to expect much, even if he turns out to be the father. I know. Robert comes over with the paternity test results. He is not Lucas's father. Tell Cheryl she was lying to him. Tiffany tries to talk to Cheryl to make sure that she understands that Robert is not the father. Cheryl says, 
even though he is not the biological father, he will be Lucas's dad. Sean takes a picture, takes pictures of Lucas and Cheryl. Bobby comes over and apologizes to Cheryl and says she never meant to hurt her. And Cheryl Cheryl realizes Cheryl realizes that she is just apologizing to get Tony back. And then they get into a huge brawl that Sean and Tony, Tiffany, have to break up. Then Bobby and Tony were at the brownstone and BJ is asking where Lucas went. Tony comes down and says they'll have to explain it to her. He tells Bobby that he and BJ are moving and he is leaving Bobby. Ah. Tony takes BJ to Charlene's house for her to babysit. And he tells Charlene that he and Bobby have separated. Charlene invites Tony to move in with her. Oh, I wonder if Charlene is the babysitter. She asked her to come work at the brownstone. Oh, that would make sense. Charlene's the babysitter. Cole, not Anita. Okay. Didn't click with me yesterday, but it is now. Uh, Anna goes to visit Bobby and tells her the truth that she needs to go talk to Tony. Tells her that she needs to go talk to Tony. She tells her to go make up, go make things right with Cheryl, and that they will have a long way toward Tony forgiving her. Anna's reading the paper in Robert's office when Robert is waiting to find out the results of the paternity test. We already did that. Oh, no. Um, There was like an additional, mm-hmm. like that was the initial paternity test. But he's like, no, 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 we are getting this checked. And Robert is called to the hospital to find out the result. And he shows up at Anna's house to tell her that she is he is not the father because Anna was mad about it, too. She's like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, you never told me about Robin either. So fair. February 8th through 14th. Bobby arrives at Kelly's and tells Ruby that she is tired of being alone. She wants to get Tony back. She goes to Charlene's and tries to check on BJ. She sees that Tony is at the Brownstone and he is telling her that the marriage is over. Bobby then goes to a bar and is drinking when Scotty, with Scotty, who is upset over Lucy. And they both tell each other it ain't over till it's over. After another confrontation with Bobby, Cheryl takes Lucas to Robert's office and pleads for help and that she's afraid with Bobby and that that she's afraid Bobby is going to steal her baby again. Robert suggests to hurt Cheryl that she leave Port Charles. After Cheryl tells Tony about the confrontation with Bobby and Bobby's threat that she might seek legal action to get Lucas back, an angry Tony tells her he will never let that happen. He does tell Cheryl that Bobby did what she did because she loves Lucas. Cheryl and Anna run into each other at the hair salon. Afterwards, a handsomely tucks Robert and Cheryl meet in a hotel lobby. Their discussion doesn't go well, and he refuses to take Cheryl back, and she is devastated when he becomes distracted after seeing Anna all dressed up, and that was the red dress. Mm -hmm. Anna tells her stunned ex that she will wait for him at the bar. I had no idea all that was going on, because I remember seeing all that, and she's like, well, I'll be right over there. Cheryl flees to the ladies' room and tells Robert that he doesn't have to worry about her anymore. In the bar, Robert and Anna flirt and become before going to the recital. So then Sean gives Tiffany and Cheryl Valentine's Day gifts. Cheryl is devastated after Robert makes it clear their relationship is over. Honey, it has been over. over. He told you it was over before. And then he went so far as to tell you that even if your baby was his baby, he wasn't going to be its father. Right. There is no more over than that. Right. Then she accepted a job in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Tiffany is not pleased by Cheryl's decision to leave. Scotty tells Bobby that there is no way she can get custody of Lucas. Bobby listens as Scotty talks to Tiffany on the phone, and both are pleased that Cheryl isn't going to sue Bobby. She overhears that Cheryl is leaving town with Lucas and moving. And then the following week, we see Bobby packing up Lucas's toys, and she's called in to help with all the wounded. So, like, that was it. Cheryl left with Lucas, and that was it. 
And then we see her like packing up the toys. And then Tony sees her and they try to be civil. And Bobby has a shock when she sees a wounded crew member in his hospital room. And she thinks it's Lou. Dun, dun, dun. And the wounded crew member is because the ELQ Tracy boat blew up because of the Green Belt's little protest group going on. And this is when we got Matt. Yes. All the ones are coming together. They are. They are. But yeah, so I had... So there was a part two to all of this, but we're going to pick up on the rest of 1991. That was a, that was a lot of all baby Lucas. But it was a lot of... Bo- like, that was Bobby, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But the story of her with baby Lucas. Right, like, I had no idea how... I mean, that's a Bobby part. Yeah. It is Lucas, too, obviously, because he was the baby. But it was Bobby trying really hard to hide the fact that she found out that Bo- that Lucas's adoption was illegal and all the things. But then there's all these things that people were thinking that she's involved in and she's not. I need to YouTube and see if there's any of it on there, because I just remember, like, again, even as a 10 year old, 11 year old being like, this is chaotic. Like all these people are yelling at each other and this person's here and then this person's here and then they're back in the hospital and they're out of the hospital. and. This person's kicked out of the brownstone and now they're back in the brownstone yelling at each other. Like it was chaos right every day. So crazy, crazy. Yay. So yeah, understand why we did not cover the entire 90s today. It would have only taken a mere six hours or so. It would have been fine. I bet that'll be the total. <laughs> Let's do that. The over under on the total hours for the 90s. I'm going to guess probably you're right. Well, then I'm right. Thanks. Done. Well, we don't have the results yet. I just like being told I'm right. We can stick with that. So I guess join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. And next week, we will talk more about Bobby. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.